Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's poppin' fantasy champs? Final show of the week for week nine. From here on out, all of the weeks for the NFL are double digit. Oh my gosh, dude. This <laughs> wow. Eight weeks to go in the NFL season. We're over halfway. I can't. I mean, I do know it really football. does fly. There's football it? until February. But Yeah, but I don't know. Fantasy football it's flies. Even February is like there it's is one six game weeks in left in the fantasy football season in the regular season. Yikes, dude! This is where our viewer totals start to plummet. <laughs> yeah, and the season this, is over because people typically check out after their fantasy teams are over. So those zero and six teams are just bouncing. Yeah, you're, you're like, not yeah, you're not listening to any more fantasy podcasts. <laughs> you got. You you might be able to go seven and one to end the season. Yeah, make it might. seven seven. But uh, today at, we're getting closer to your trade deadline. So I think normal trade deadlines are week ten or eleven. I um, think so. We're gonna take you all the way up to the start of the fantasy playoffs in most leagues, um, because I feel like a lot of leagues don't have normal trade deadlines. I don't know why. Um, yeah, depends. So we'll keep doing buys and sells. Um, but this is week nine buy and sell. Um, maybe we'll transition for the buys and sells show. Uh, once the trade deadlines are over to dynasty buys and sells. Oh, some leagues don't turn off trades. Don't turn off trades for their dynasty leagues. The problem is dynasty buy and sells don't really change much week to week. That's true. Um, that is very true. Maybe but, an episode, though. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. But either way, we got buys and sells, trade targets. We're going to tell you some guys to go grab the fixture team. Uh, Rick made a massive trade this past week. I did. Yeah, and I hated every second of it. Traded um, a lot of players for a lot of players. So I'll let, yep. him, I'll let him tell you in a second. I'll do the intro first. Before we do... Uh, check out our site, fantasygamers.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platforms, please leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, and like and comment down below any questions you may have for us. Uh, Rick, what was this trade? Um, <laughs> So it kind of stunk, but I needed a running back. My RB1 was Brees Hall. He tore his ACL. So I was left with Damian Pierce and Tyler Algier as my running backs mm-hmm. on my roster. Um, so I needed to go get a running back. So I traded Stefan Diggs, Lamar Jackson, Garrett Wilson for Dalvin Cook, um, Michael Pittman Jr., mm-hmm. and uh, Aaron Rodgers, which is really, really gross. Dear heavens. Did what I had to do. Got myself a, uh, you know, an RB one. Uh, I would like to think a high end t- wide receiver two. Maybe a um, low end wide receiver one. Yeah, maybe a low end wide receiver one. Not with that quarterback. Well, yeah, we'll see. Um, and then Aaron Rodgers, who 
hasn't been great, but uh, on a week-to-week basis, I could start him. Like this week, he's playing the Detroit Lions, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. Yeah, yeah there you go. Get right game for A-Rod. Exactly. Love those. Um, <laughs> yeah, not not bad. Um, I, I feel like it kind of hurt your team for me this week, though. and um, It did. I hope that does end up hurting your team this week, but... I'll probably lose anyway. So there's that. Uh, I will. Well, it depends. We'll see. But either way, yeah, Rick and I matching up in the home league. We'll let you know how it goes. Um, usually this is, I feel like this is a huge game. And really it is because we're both four and four. I know. The five and the six is duking it out. <laughs> it's neither of our best, especially you. You're really shorthanded, but it's neither of our best teams. Yeah. So it kind of blows. But either way, let's tell you some buys and sells for this week. Late season additions, huge. At this point in the year, if you are like 7-0 or 8-0, 7-1 mm-hmm. or 6-2, this is a good time for you to start prepping for the postseason because the chances of you not making the postseason are slim to none. So at this point in the season, if I feel like I've I've made it to a point where I can – start building my roster up. I'm trading for players that have good schedules down the stretch. Um, I'm playing for guys that could be potential league winners down the stretch, uh, guys like Amon Ra last year, uh, and trying to build my roster in preparation for that championship run. Uh, if you have defenses, um, sometimes if I have roster space, I'll pick up one or two defenses along those weeks that'll help me. Because, um, you know, it's, it's season long, so you don't need the – extra players if they suck um, right so like i just start prepping for that portion of the season so um you know we're going to give you some buys and sells and some guys that you should target um take advantage of and and uh and grab for your your season long leagues um and then we have some sells some guys you should definitely deal before it's too late <laughs> before the trade deadline goes and you're stuck so anyway um, which might be coming up we'll go through the buys uh, number one Devontae Adams of the Las Vegas Raiders and this is one that I kind of saw like I like Adams um, but I kind of saw this situation coming for Devontae Adams where he's been good like he's been the wide receiver nine on the season um, but people were drafting him like the wide receiver two or three in fantasy football leagues and I hesitated I was like he's going to the Raiders like he just left Aaron Rodgers, who's his. Dude, you can't unless he went to the Chiefs or the Bills. You weren't really getting any better than Aaron Rodgers, right? And he went to the Raiders, and I know there was like everyone was talking about a connection between Derek Carr and Devontae Adams and all that stuff, and I just didn't buy in. I was like, I Devontae Adams is not one of those guys I want to draft as a first round pick. If he fell like the late second round or mid second round, like then I would have been a all on board with Devontae Adams, but the pick value was too much for me in the first round, especially like, I think it was ADP like seven or eight. So, um, I just couldn't get in on that. And now he's wide receiver nine on the season. Hasn't been producing at, at a super high level. Um, and there's been some really good weeks and some really not so good weeks for Devontae Adams. But I think for right now, coming off this game against New Orleans, where he had five targets, one catch, three yards, Right. For a whole fantasy point. Um, he sucked. And the whole offense kind of blew. And I think this is an opportunity 
for you and others to run out to the team that has Devonta Adams and try to make a trade because there is probably some panic going on. Uh, panic in the streets about the Raiders. Um, so I would go after Devonta Adams. It's probably still going to cost first or second round level value. Um, it's going to take a lot to get Adams because I still think that value is there um, mm. name wise. But I think Adams down the stretch could have a really good, he's got Pittsburgh and San Francisco and new England. Um, Josh McDaniels always has a good time against new England. Pittsburgh's deep blows and San Francisco has been um, not great against wide receivers so far this year. Uh, so I feel like that stretch of playoff games could be really good for you. And Devonte Adams is definitely a buy at this point. Yeah, um, I agree. And really, it's this past week was his really bad game. But outside of this past week, he's had a good season. Um, 17, 27, 19, 14, 9, 30. Like, that's pretty, that's that's pretty legit wide receiver one numbers. And then this yeah. week happened, and the Raiders lost so badly. And people look at the team and and they look at Adams' week, and they're like, I don't want anything to do with this team. I don't mm. want anything to do with this offense. Um, sure, Devontae Adams is different, and um, you're, you're still going to have to pay a big price. You're still going to have to uh, – it's name value, too, so it, it you're not getting them cheap. But now is the only time you'll probably even be able to get a guy like Adams. Yeah. Um, and he still is a wide receiver one. Now, and me and you in the offseason, we – didn't think he was like a top five receiver. Mm -hmm. I think I had him ranked five or six. You had him six, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, And to me, I haven't really come off of that. I think he's still like six or seven, right? Yeah. Um, Rest of season. So you, if you can get that level of a player and he's not far off the other guys, um, he still is going to get a huge target share outside of this week. He has gotten a huge target share. I think this week was just a disaster for the whole team. Yeah. I don't think that continues moving forward. So um they're gonna get more than zero points, right? Like that they hit rock bottom this week. Yeah, right. Even right. if you think they're not a good team. Um so because of that, I think Adams is a great buy. Yep. Agreed. Um number two is Devonta Smith of the Philadelphia Eagles. Um I now I have a tough time with this because I really do believe in buy-in that Devonta Smith is a is a buy and I'm trying to get him in in several other leagues but I can't in the home league get him because I have AJ Brown. I can't justify having two uh, wide receivers on the same team because I feel like if I trade for him I'm probably going to have to start Smith. Yeah. And that's not a good situation for me. So um I think Devonta Smith really good wide receiver. Um he's clearly had a really really like good year. And uh, Rick and I were talking pre-show and and Rick brought up the fact that a Devonta Smith is kind of like of the wide receivers from his class. He's kind of like one of the most underrated guys because no one talks about him. You talk about right. Waddle and you talk about some other guys, Chase, uh, Chase. And, and it's like, you're not talking about Devonta Smith, but he's actually been pretty good. You know, outside of that Detroit game in week one, he's had 15, 34, 18, 15 and seven. And they have felt like they needed to force feed him the ball at times. Um, and every time he doesn't get a high target share, they're like, ah, we got to get this guy involved, involved a little bit more. Um, he always seems open. He's one of the best route runners, I think, in the league, and I think Smith is a really good player. Um, he has some good matchups, Houston, Washington, Green Bay, Tennessee. Or well, Green Bay is not a good matchup, but um, Tennessee, I think the Giants, Dallas, New Orleans. So down the stretch, he's going to have some easier matchups. Chicago, I feel good about Devonta Smith, rest of season, um, and I think – 
you should definitely go out and try to grab him. And I don't think he's going to cost as much as Adams. Um, he's going to be a little bit cheaper than that. So I'm excited to see what Devonta Smith does rest of season. Um, but there's also, you know, the, the, the trepidation of, you know, there's going to be weeks where he gets targeted a lot. And then there's going to be weeks where it's going to be a little bit of famine because it's the Eagles and they like to run the ball. They're not a super high flying pass passing offense. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. So I, I like Devonta Smith definitely rest of season. I think he's acquirable in trades, and I think he has a good rest of season schedule. Yeah, um, I agree with that. I think he's better than what I anticipated, I think, coming into the year. And I like the player, but the situation to me was kind of gross. The Eagles didn't really throw the ball a lot last year. I think outside of the Titans, they were dead last in the NFL in passing mm-hmm. attempts, but they've thrown the ball more this year. And Jalen Hurts is taking the next step. So mm-hmm. but those things combined, um, Smith has been pretty fantasy relevant. And he's a good buy because, you know, he's inconsistent, but he's really solid outside of week one, as you said, like 15, 34. So you're going to get that four-point week. But then 18, 15, 7. So, like, even, even the seven-point week doesn't kill you starting you at your flex and then he's going to get you two straight weeks with like 15 plus fantasy points yeah uh, that's a good buy and i think you can get him around kind of the value that he went maybe a little bit more than that but that's still pretty cheap if like that's like seventh round wide receiver like a low-end flex um yeah. and i think i to me that's pretty good value so i'd be in on Devonte smith um i like the player yeah agreed uh, third and final one. This 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 one will be a little bit faster, but uh, I like Cortland Sutton as a buy, even though he's been bad, bad. Yeah, he's been bad. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But uh, he has been so bad that he is easy buy. He is an easy buy. Um, he's going to be cheaper than even Devonta Smith, and I think. Like, what you saw earlier in the season was what you get. Like, he had a bad game, and then he had the Brett Ripon game, and then he had the freaking London game. So, nothing's been consistent for the Denver Broncos at all lately. And, um, you know, they scored 21 points this week, most of the season for them, which is good. Good good for them. Hopefully, they're Most. moving in the right direction. Um. But I, I think Cortland Sutton is better than those three or four targets. Like, we saw him earlier in the season, even when, like, Denver was bad offensively, still have good games. So he's not incapable of having good games, and I think he's a decent flex for teams. I still, I still think he's, like, at worst, a low-end wide receiver two, high-end wide receiver three. And if Denver does start to figure it out offensively and start make start to make plays in the second half of the season and score more points, Cortland Sutton obviously benefits from that. Um, it's clear to me that they like Cortland Sutton a little bit more than Jerry Judy at this point, but um, Judy's been more productive. I'll say that over the last couple of weeks. So um, I like Cortland Sutton. I think it's a cheap buy. It's worth the it's worth the investment. And if he does start to turn things around, obviously it'll be a good um, a good investment for you long term for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um... I think Sutton's very solid still. I th- The last couple weeks didn't scare me. The London game kind of scared me a little bit because now it's three straight weeks of this. But mm-hmm. um, you're right, Reppin. <laughs> Brett Reppin. Is that how you pronounce it? Reppin? Reppin, Reppin. 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 I don't know. 
Either way. However you want. He that game we'll call like, you know. Yeah, Brett, you can't expect much when Brett's your quarterback, right? Yeah. And then he had the one bad game. And then the two bad games. If he has a third bad game, then I'm very scared. But I think that um he's gonna get back to being involved because outside of those three weeks, he was getting seven to eleven targets a game. Mm-hmm. Uh he seemed like he was uh at least right there with Judy, if not higher in terms of target share. Um, as being the guy for Denver. So I think he's going to go back to that. Um, and it's, you could probably get him cheap, really cheap right now. That's the biggest thing is like, um, obviously in our league, you can't because he's on your team. But <laughs> in other leagues, I, I don't think the asking price will be that much. Like mm-hmm. maybe like, um, I don't like, I think you could probably, his value is around the same as Devontae Smith's, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, probably a little bit lower. which is again it's if it's reasonable for smith i think it should be really reasonable for sutton too mm-hmm. um i don't think it's that high i think it's like a wide receiver three which to me is really good value um and if you can get pull the trigger on that you should go ahead and do it yep side note the broncos also like uh were potentially going to trade jerry judy and they didn't do that so that kind of i don't know if that hurts the Sutton no, I think shares because if they traded him, I don't know same. if that would actually help Sutton. Um, yeah. Apparently, the Packers uh, weren't close in offering a second and an additional late round pick to get Judy, but they would have got Judy if they just offered a second oh and like a fourth. Oh my god! Which, what a bunch of bricks the Green Bay Packers are! I know. Holy oh cow! Pants would have been off. I know. And for a second round pick, like you, you're not going to trade it for a second round pick for Jerry Judy. Like, are you serious? When you need a receiver that bad, I know. Oh, that's so stupid. Anyway, it really is. Let's jump. Let's jump into the cells and complete the shows for the week. What say you? All right, let's do it. All right, um, Tua Tungavailoa, number one on the cell list. Listen, <laughs> I I love Tua. I I'm back on the train. Love okay. you, Tua. Sorry yeah, for, you were very anti-Tua. Sorry all. for leaving. I do still hate the Dolphins. Okay. Uh, I need the Dolphins to be losing football games. But um, Tua is a good quarterback. He's a he's a good quarterback in the NFL. He does a lot of things well. There's some things that, you know, because his arm is just a freaking disaster and he has no like, – like his arm strength is worse than Mac Jones. Don't know why. But it's it's pretty bad. And, like, he just throws ducks. But the one thing that he does do well is throw it short and throw RPOs. And when you have these two wide receivers, it don't matter. He's very accurate. He's very accurate. But the big thing for him is that we saw earlier in the season a huge game against Baltimore. 46 points. Everyone claimed it as his breakout game with six touchdowns in the comeback. And then he goes out the next week, plays 93% of the snaps, and only gets 12 fantasy points. Um 186 yards and a touchdown following up his huge performance against Baltimore. Um, Obviously he didn't really play against Cincinnati, the jets or Minnesota. And then he goes out against Pittsburgh and throws 261 and one, which is, I think is on pace for what Tua will do probably rest of season, but that's only 16 fantasy points. He doesn't really rush the ball all that much. Um, And last week against Detroit, he's coming off this big performance of 382 and three. I've talked about Mm -hmm. this before with Tua. Tua is what Jimmy Garoppolo is to San Francisco. Like that is what Tua is. I know people don't want to hear it, but that is essentially what it is. If you look at the past stats for Jimmy Garoppolo, there have been 40 point weeks for him. There have been 30 point weeks for him. 
don't know happened. about 40, but it there's happened. definitely I been. I swear, I look yeah, back in been. the past. There has been 40-point games for him. When did he get 40? I'll, I'll look it up and bring it up next time. Off, okay. off show, off show. Um, but I think he is at least like equivalent or slightly better than Jimmy Garoppolo. But with that being said, there's going to be weeks where Tua blows up. Right? Mm. And there's going to be weeks where Tua is not great. And I think that there's not enough games here to see that from a fantasy perspective. So here's an opportunity where you can probably take Tua and sell him to a QB needy team and be like, okay, take this guy off his big performance this week. Um, Rick put him on this list, so I'm curious to see what Rick says. I'll look up the Jimmy Garoppolo numbers for you. Um, What are your thoughts on Tua? Yeah, it's funny you say that because um, he's kind of said it jokingly, but there's someone in our league, the person who has him, was like, oh, thanks for dropping him. He's my like he's the guy now on my team. Like he's mm-hmm. the starting going forward. And if you view Tua as that, or someone in your league views Tua as that, yeah, maybe you have a Dolphins fan. Maybe you have a guy in your league who just, you know picked up Tua, mm-hmm. um, and forgive you got him me. like thirty plus fantasy points. It was a thirty-five point game. Forgive me. Okay, that's still really good though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and Tua goes out and gets you what thirty-three points, whatever he got this week, thirty fantasy points. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, okay, two is the two. Two is a legit guy. Mm-hmm. Um, go go trade him to that, that team to right that now team, yeah. because you're absolutely right. Two, especially fantasy wise, like he doesn't run right, so he's he's gonna have to have these big passing two, weeks, two and it will two. happen. He's gonna have games like 46 points is not happening again, but a big game, and then he gets 30, another big game. But he's going to have weeks in here. The week before that against Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. um, he had, was it, it's 16 and a five-point touchdown league, so 15 fantasy points. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to happen a lot. And to me, too, was not a top 10 fan- fantasy quarterback mm-hmm. um, because of the inconsistencies. So you can trade him away, though, for that type of value, I think. Yeah. Um, maybe not in every league, but there are most certainly leagues where you can trade him away as a top 10 quarterback value. Um, and you got to do that because this week, too, he played Detroit. Detroit has the worst defense in the NFL. Of course, two is going to have a good week. Um, and he does have some easy matchups still, but it will get harder for him as mm-hmm. the season goes on, uh, especially the end of season, that playoff schedule and before that. So, like, from week 13 on, San Francisco, Chargers, Bills, Packers, Patriots. Yep. There's a couple tough matchups in there. So, um I would get ahead of it, trade him now, mm-hmm. and you can get pretty good value for him. Agreed. Uh, number two on the sales list, Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, he's been, he's just been a a harborer of of um, eight targets a game, and uh, all I see on this is eight targets. It's like as soon as as soon as you know, uh, Mahomes hits eight targets with Juju, he turns off the valve. Right. No more targets for you. You already had eight. You had enough to eat. Um, the last two weeks, he's had 22 and 25 fantasy points. I like it. Very good. I actually don't mind Juju. <laughs> I think his rest of season schedule blows. I think it's uh, horrible. Champion Playoffs and championship. He's got a game against Houston, which is okay. He's got a Seattle game, and he's got Denver. I don't like any of those. So um, I'm feeling like Juju's not going to be great down the stretch here. He's got a couple of easier matchups, so your cell window 
could be, uh, you know, after the Jacksonville game, you might be able to wait. You know, I think he'll have a good game then. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I'm not, I'm not like, like if you, if you end up getting past your deadline and he's on your, you know, on your, you know, flex position, second flex, first flex, whatever it is. If that's where he is, then I think you're fine. But I think the big problem with Juju rest of season, obviously is that schedule, but like, he's not going to get 25 or 22 points on a week to week basis. No. And I think if you can take these two games, especially with the these might be two of, of his best games. Of the year. I know this might be two of his best games of the year with the addition of Kadarius Tooney. I, you know, I don't know they're going to take target share away from Juju because I think Tooney plays a different kind of role for the team. Um, but sure. I, I, I feel like these, these 22 and 25 point games are sell worthy opportunities. Like, you know, early in the season, he didn't have great performances, but now maybe they're, you know, the, the chiefs have found something with Juju and they're going to utilize him, you know, more now. And he's going to be the new Tyree kill for the chiefs. If that, you know, like if that is true and it happens, then you have an elite wide receiver. And if you, if you hold them after the deadline, then you're good. But the likelihood of that happening is, is slim to none. I think Juju is a trade worthy asset because he had these two big games. You can sell him as that. And people are going to think that he has, this big breakout upside for the chiefs. And I don't think he does. Yeah. So here's the thing with Juju is um, I do still like the player. Right. And I still like Juju. You don't got to trade him, but he is a good sell option because even with the last two weeks, the way he's performed, Mm -hmm. they're still using him pretty much the same way. He's still the slot guy. He's still short yardage. He's just turned a couple plays into big plays and he's gotten a touchdown. So, but the the way they've used them through eight weeks hasn't changed. And if you look at the weeks in the beginning of the season, that's still very much in his cards in a week to week basis. He still very much could get you four points. He yeah. could still get you six points, nine points. Um, even though his target share is not bad, it's not like they're chucking it to him 40 yards down the field. They haven't really been doing that. Um, he Again, he has made a couple big plays this past two weeks, yeah. but the air yard still isn't really there. So he's still the slot guy. He's still the short yardage guy, the third down guy, which isn't bad. And, you know, if, when he gets touchdowns on a week-to-week week basis, it's still good. But people are going to see these monster performances these last two weeks and think that he might have turned a corner, and I don't think he has. I think yeah. these are just going to be outliers, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I do think he could stay in, like, maybe low double digits, though, on a week-to-week basis, like 11 to 13, and be a good flex for you. I, I absolutely believe that's true. But I don't think these big performances are something that are going to continue. Uh, you also mentioned Kadarius to- Tony might be nothing, might absolutely be nothing, but he might be something too. And if he's something, um, and they use him a lot and he's really good, I do think that hurts Juju, even though they mm-hmm. play different roles. Yeah. Um, I think Tony actually does play a lot in the slot, if I remember correctly, on the Giants, mm-hmm. and he's also used in end arounds. He's going to be used in all sorts of different ways if he ends up getting used um, a lot. So that is another possibility that could affect Juju. Um, so there's a couple of different things. Again, you don't have to trade him though. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to, I I do think he'll still be a good flex, yep. but uh, his sell high window, I think might be at his at a peak. Yep. I agree. Um, quickly give you 30 seconds on Devonta Foreman. Go. Okay. Foreman uh, has been doing very good. I will admit better than I thought. But I don't think it's continuing. He had seven yards of carry against Tampa. And then this week against Atlanta, had four yards of carry, but he had 26 carries. He's not going to get 26 carries again. That is just not happening. 
Chuba Hubbard's coming back this week. Um, and I'm not saying Chuba Hubbard is going to be a workhorse by any means. I think yeah. they're going to probably split, um, which then you're looking at probably around like 12 carries yeah. for Devonta, uh, Deontay Foreman with no passing work. Uh, I don't expect that to be good unless the Panthers keep scoring 30 points a week. Then what do I know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, this is definitely not going to continue for Don Foreman, but I, I feel like there's opportunity for him, like to continue to have success. So I, I think he's going to be like a low end, high end RB three probably rest of season, um, low end RB two maybe if he continues with the production. When Hubbard mm. get, Hubbard gets back, I don't like clearly like if if you're an NFL team and you're managing a roster, like Hubbard's young, Foreman's old. Like you want to go with the younger guy, so I feel like they'll definitely try to get who, uh, Hubbard involved a little bit more. Um, but I still think Foreman is going to have a role and he's going to have an impact for the Carolina sure. Panthers, and so that's good. I would definitely sell him. I have him on a team. I'd love to sell him. I don't know who is going to take him, and that's the problem. Like everyone's kind of looking at Foreman as the same kind of player and being like, okay, he doesn't really have anything left. So in um, our league. Yeah, at least an hour league. But somebody might be able to be like, oh, my God, waiver wire out of the year. Oh, go look at Twitter, bro. Oh, there's, dear God. But there's anyway. People, there's Foreman people. That's Don to Foreman. you have any more thoughts on him? No, I think that's it. All right, there you go. Buys and sells. Go get the buys. Sell the sells. Get rid of those old players. Bring in some new ones. It'll be good for your team. Influx of talent right before the trade deadline. Uh, enjoy your weekend, guys. Hopefully you get a win. Comment down below any questions you have for us. See you later. See Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.